step inside the Welcome to Inside the Wooniverse, Woo Squared. That's a little bit of woo times two. In these shorter episodes, you're going to hear more of me, like an audio journal, on universal topics like abundance, resilience, working with the moon, manifestation, meditation, and much, much more. Inside the Welcome to Woo Squared. You're listening to me, Colette Baron reed and my executive producer, Connie Deletti, and we are just talking about stuff. What are we talking about today, Connie? Today, we're talking about the genius and the blueprint that comes as a result of inspiration. Oh, awesome. Let's do it. Okay, so what did you love about the conversation that you had with the community about Spirit of Your Business? You know what I found fascinating is that absolutely every question, we got over a thousand questions. Like I think 400 people signed in and over a thousand questions were sent. Wow. And actually more like close to 1,500. There was one solution to every single question that was common, which was the fact that if we looked at all the questions, they were all coming from a a mindset that the business was an inanimate vehicle Mm -hmm. that they would then use to create their content or offer their content or contribute or get clients, et cetera, without ever thinking that there was a different way that they could relate to their business. So when I talked about looking at it as an animate thing, like that it is, there's a spirit. Like if you are inspired, that means of the spirit. And that means the business is, is this inspiration that you don't look outside. Like when people say, how do I align my business with spirit? It's already inside it. It's a perceptual issue. It's a perspective. I didn't realize so many epiphanies would be just like blasting because it's something I've done and just not really talked about. So now I'm teaching it. It's just shocking to see how people's perspective changed so radically, so rapidly, so fast in that one conversation. Can you speak a little bit about, I've heard you say that there is a blueprint within every idea, inspiration. So obviously an extension of that would be a business, but can you talk to us about the history? Because you shared a little bit about that. Yeah. You know where that actually comes from is, I, I think it was Plato or Socrates. I can't remember which, but they talked about the genius, which was a sense of that there was a spirit that came to each person with an idea. And that genius would gift you, like, so you would be inspired because of a genius, right? And the genius would say, here, you explore this, but in every idea and absolutely every inspired concept is a blueprint for success. It's already in it. You just have to discover it. And what prevents us from discovering it is all the gunk that we come to the table with, the conditioning, the expectations, the inability to be patient, you know, our mm-hmm. our projections on what this thing is supposed to be instead of allowing it to reveal itself to us. That is how I've done my business since day one in the past 35 years. I've literally just kind of asked it, okay, now what? Now, where do I go next? Allowing for an evolution of the business as well, too, instead of seeing it as a static entity. And so when you, the revelation, when you invite revelation to come to the table and share and show itself, what does that look like? Or what did that look like in the businesses or business that you have? So it looks like a feeling, but also something on the outside. Because because I'm constantly asking for it, show me what I have to do next. Something will happen where I'll go, oh, that's the next thing. Or, oh, that is the detour to that thing. So I will just follow what seems obvious to me 
than what feels right, what resonates in my body. I know this sounds very esoteric, but to be quite honest with you, it's, it is what the most successful people in the world do naturally is they mm. follow the prompts. They follow the signs they know, and they trust themselves. They trust that what they're getting and what they're tuning into is, is meaningful. And so is the blueprint revealed one step at a time or yes. all at once? I've <laughs> never seen a blueprint all at, <laughs> all once, at once ever. It's, it's like, you know what it is? It's a, think of a staircase, only you're only seeing one or two steps at a time, but you have to keep climbing. And then the next one happens and the next one happens. And if you try to look too far into the future, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to grow and to experience your talents and your skills along the way because you're fixated on a point in linear time, because that's how you, most people see time. Oh, I have to get to this goal instead of like, oh no, I'm going to allow this to reveal itself to me. Since I know I trust this inspired vision, I just don't know the how, and that's not my business. Mm -hmm. The how is going to be revealed to me. Like for example, in our business, we had to pivot during the pandemic. We had all these plans. We had prepaid for hotels and things like that for this big event. And I had a vision. I I saw it on TV. I said to Mark, oh my God, this thing is that we're going to do, we're going to do it on TV. I have no idea what I mean by that or how that's going to happen, but we need to follow those crumbs. And sure enough, our event director was like, yes, we're playing with this idea to go virtual and we're doing it with Tony Robbins and a couple other people. Do you want to do it too? And I'm like, yes, 1000%. And then as you know, we shot our TV show in Toronto and that TV station was available. And I called and we said, we want to rent it, right? So it's like, we're going to rent this. And we took the steps with, okay, now what? Well, there was a TV in my head because we couldn't travel to the States. So we had a team in South Carolina, a team in Canada, our team all over the world. And then the Torontonian uh, TV station that we released with the um, employees who, who weren't working. They all came in with the masks on to make it happen. Mm -hmm. So we would never have thought that up by ourselves. That was the feeling state. And listen, I, people say, oh, we'll call that, how's that going to work for me? You always get visions, but that's not true. I know tons of entrepreneurs that have, a, you know, I had a vision of, of this. I'm going to pursue this. And pursuing doesn't mean more than a few steps, right? That's the other thing. One step towards the gods, they take 10 towards you. You don't keep running past the God. Like it's very clear. You do your part, let spirit do its spirit's part or let the conscious universe do the universe's part. Let the blueprint attract and magnify. And your job is to keep cleaning your own filter. What would you advise if somebody was... So we all get these prompts and then the blueprint is revealing itself and you're taking that guided action. And then what happens if a person, I'll just use this in air quotes, missteps, doesn't trust their intuition, makes a different choice, kind of veers off the blueprint. How do you advise they kind of reconnect? Okay. So I did that. <laughs> oopsie. I totally did that. I had a three year oopsie. Took me three years to get back on track. Um, okay. But it was a really valuable lesson and I'm not sorry for it. It's to really understand that when you make a choice based on that, you have a really good lesson to learn. And that doesn't mean that you failed at anything. It means that you are there to actually understand what has created this choice and whatever you call a misstep. Sometimes what appears to be a misstep is actually the right thing for you to do. Like now- okay. Yeah. I'm actually look back and very happy I had made that really poor choice for a lot of money. I chose it rather than continue to be on the path that I was on that wasn't 
uh, as uh, lucrative. Mm-hmm. But I made a choice that then later on went, wow, look at all the other stuff that I don't have now as a result of pursuing this. So I thought, you know mm-hmm. what, this isn't what it's all cut out to be. So I'm going to go back to what I loved and what I knew. That then led me to my greatest success, which was then just how I serve people. And I'm already doing it. So I'm already the success I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like the blueprint is perhaps why we're only seeing a couple steps at a time is because it is in flux. It is in the process of being created and co-created. Always. So, always in process. Same right, thing with okay. the changes. Like, you know, we have to adapt. Everything needs to be, re- we have to develop resilience and adaptability in our businesses, not just to meet the world where it is, but to also understand our own personal evolution. And I'm really speaking about entrepreneurs, you know, people who are solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, they have a a very specific path that is that is inherent when they are going out to do this thing and they're not working for somebody else, punching a clock, getting a paycheck, even though that too is sacred. I think it can be sacred. You can make it sacred and you enjoy it a lot more. But there is really, you're signing up for your personal transformation, whether you like it or not, whether you believe in it or not, right? <laughs> so why not, why not make it sacred and really develop a true relationship with your business? Like it's a living thing. What would you say are kind of your top three benefits or feelings that you've received or experiences you've received as a result of treating your business like a relationship, like a living thing? So I believe I'm responsible to it and I believe I'm accountable to it, but I also believe I have a great partnership with it. So I'm not feeling, I'm kind of excited to see what happens next. And there's always this wow factor. This is like this sense of like, oh, I get to do this. So that is really what this becomes for me. Um, the other thing is, is that I trust, I have a really, really deep trust in my higher power and also in the spiritual value of my business and what I have to offer. So I just feel like it was Uh, how do I put this, that this was gifted to me and it's my job to steward it with care, right? So if I steward it with care, even if I meant to go through uh, some difficult experiences as a result of it, that's part of my growth. So I really get it. So I don't question it anymore. I don't always like it, but I don't question what's meant to happen. And I think the third thing is I love the freedom I work harder as an entrepreneur. I think that's the other thing. It's not for the faint of heart entrepreneurship, but I have freedom to do what I really genuinely love because what I love is what people need. Mm -hmm. So that's what has translated that for me. And it's not that I figured it out. It was figured out for me because sometimes I wanted to do something else. And that was like, spirits like, I don't think so. No, you're going to go do this. How do you know when you're getting in your own way and you're not allowing the flow of the relationship with your business to actually guide you? You start trying to control things. Okay. Yeah, it's always about control. It's like, and you feel that, you feel the disconnect. You actually do because you get right here. And it sometimes can be very um, seductive because you actually feel more powerful when you're in that push piece, you know, like push, push, push. I'm going to do it. Me. I have it. I have it when it takes, you know, I'm going to have my confidence. I'm going to mindset my way oh my out God. of this. Right. You know, and, uh, and for a minute there, it feels really good. And then it spirals. It doesn't work for a long time. It can work in a short term, but it doesn't long time. That's when you know you're, you're a little off track. 
And then to get back into reconnection, what what would you say to that? You have to surrender the outcome. Surrender. Yeah, and you develop that conscious contact to your higher power. And again, if you're not at all a like, deeply spiritual person, you can just call it the conscious universe. There's a quantum physics quality to this that, you know, you can even look at Princeton University and their whole, all the things that they're studying around the noosphere and how we are actually connected at a level with all other people. So we would naturally magnetize the people and the circumstances and the events once we have committed to stewarding the inspiration. That's how the commitment to the genius, right? The genius, which is a gift. Woo Squared is a production of Universal Network Studios. A special thanks to our recording engineer, Chris Dupuis, content editor, Julie Fink, and audio post-production, Lonnie Carmichael. Original theme music by Jerry Mosby. If you love what you heard here today and you want to keep up to date on episode releases, prize giveaways, and so much more, sign up for our newsletter at itwpodcast.com forward slash newsletter. Thank you again for listening. And we hope you join us next time for another episode of Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast brought to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine. Inside the Wooniverse.